We are glad to make all of our Jcast Network podcasts free for our listeners. However, they are not free to produce and host. Please consider making a donation to Jcast Network to help support our work by visiting jcastnetwork.org slash donate. Thanks for your support. You are listening to Kvetch, a Jcast Network podcast. For information about other Jcast Network podcasts and blogs, please visit jcastnetwork.org. Look, I don't mean to kvetch. Oh, I know, I know. You thought we were done. You thought you had made it through and that you were going to have to hear me kvetch again about the Chagim, about the High Holidays, about Yamim Noraim. And again, I use the larger sense of the Yamim Noraim to include Sukkot, Simchas Torah, all of it, right? Not just Rosh Hashanah and Yom Kippur. That's a whole other kvetch not worth focusing on. But even though we're beyond it now, I still have to kvetch. And people who've been listening to a while will say, Daron, I've heard you kvetch about this before. Because yes, I have a very similar kvetch now that I did in March. March 20th, I did the same episode. At that time, what was I kvetching about? Purim. In this time, what am I kvetching about? Simchas Torah. And there's only one thing in common between these two holidays. Forced frivolity. Forced frivolity. What does that mean? These are the two moments in Jewish life, the two uh, holidays, when the rule is to be happy. Now, Perm is by far the, the, the real negative actor in this one, right? Purim, you're supposed to get drunk, you're supposed to be ridiculous, you're supposed to not know the difference between the good guy and the bad guy, between Haman and Mordechai, and here you don't have that. But at the same time, on, on Simcha's Torah morning, it's a little hard to get that amped to dance with the Torah. And you have to be so, so, so excited and so, so, so joyous. You know, they say that every time you read the Torah, there's 70 faces of the Torah, and every time you read it, you can see something different. And I think that's true. But you can't always find something New in it, then why are we supposed to have the same emotional experience upon completing the Torah and starting again? For me, when I come to New Year's Eve, I don't think another problem, not a Jewish one, so I can't quetch about it here. I, I, I find a problem with the forced frivolity of New Year's as well, because I find it as an introspective moment, a moment to think about that, that which has ended and that which is about to begin. So as we finished reading a book and are about to begin reading that book again, rather than getting excited and happy and so psyched and so joyous, I feel like it's a time to think about what has happened in the year that has passed. How we think that we're going to read what the Torah again this year differently. What is that new face, that 70th faith that we're going to see now that we didn't see previously? Now that's meaningful, but just, you know, the ecstasy of, of dancing with a scroll, it doesn't work for me. Look, I don't mean to fetch.